y'all. Welcome back. So we're going to pick up and be reading from our little book, Hold Me Up a Little Longer, Lord by Marjorie Holmes. We're going to be reading, the title is If Only. For me, it's on page 40. Can't say that's where it's at for you, but the title is If Only. I hope y'all are having a great day and a, a great week so far. Just looking at everything from the positive, y'all, it makes such a difference in how I feel when I just focus on positive. It just, it's amazing. And I'm just so thankful that I'm here. And I'm so thankful that the sun is shining. I'll be glad when it rains. You know, just, just looking for the positive. It takes more strength to choose. And it's a choice we have to make to look on the positive versus just being so negative. That just comes so easy. That's, I got a hair. Oh, there it goes. I think I got it. Okay. All right. So, hopefully you found it in this little book, um, If Only. So, let's just see how the Lord wants to minister to us today. Please rescue me, God, from the if onlys. If only my husband was home more, helped more, would try to be more understanding. If only the children would mind, cooperate, pick up after themselves, study harder, do better in school. If only my neighbors were more congenial, if only my friends were more considerate, then, ah, then I'd be a happier person, able to be more efficient, productive, make my life really count. Please help me to stop this blaming of outside circumstances, Lord, and start taking myself in hand. And this includes bidding goodbye to the if-onlys that keep beckoning me to look back. If only I'd gone on to graduate school instead of getting married. If only I hadn't had my first baby so soon. If only I had encouraged my husband to go into business for himself or hadn't discouraged him from buying that land. It's worth a fortune now. If only, if only. Lord, I know there's nothing more futile than these if-onlys. None of life's choices are guaranteed. The mistake of the past may have been a godsend in disguise, and we will never know, so how can we ever judge? <laughs> Only one thing is sure that we did or didn't do then, or what other people do or don't do now, has very little bearing on me, my happiness today. So help me to shape up, Lord, to face my problems without the crutch of if-onlys I've been leaning on. Wow, there is so much wisdom in this. Lord knows there's nothing more futile than these if-onlys. None of life's choices are guaranteed. The mistakes of the past may have been a godsend in disguise. And we will never know. So how can we ever judge you know that is oh that's so true that just right there i mean period done case closed i mean it's so true i feel like the if only's just take us to the past and you know the past is our past for a reason it's in the past what's been done has been done um can't go back and rewrite history can't go back and change anything we can learn from it grow from it and move forward, but if we're so focused on sitting here and 
not doing anything because we're so busy being focused on the if only, if only, if only. Yeah, if only I had went to school and got a major college degree for a high paying job. Okay. If only I hadn't had my children so young when I did. I understand now looking back why some things happen. You know, I had my children when I had them for a very specific reason. Number one, God had plans for Cody and he needed him to be where he, where he was at, the ages he's what he was through everything that he used him for. Had I had him sooner or later, it would have not have fit into God's plans. I had Delana at a very specific time in my life because I needed her to keep me grounded. <laughs> I was at that stage in my life where had I not had her, Lord only knows what would where I would be today. And I needed her. I didn't realize it at the time. I realize it more so now. And it was truly perfect timing on his part. I needed her when I had her. I needed her in every way that when she was born, she was very sick, you know. And I mean, as bad as you hate to see your children, again, had she been a healthy baby, had she been, you know, we hadn't go through some things that we went through, things would have been so different. I understand that now. So I'm thankful that God don't listen to me about everything. I'm so glad that, yeah, I can talk to him and tell him my plans, but ultimately it's his will because he knows everything and his ways are perfect. So much more than mine. And so, I, there's so many things that if I allowed myself to, I could sit back and say, oh, well, if I'd only done this, then, you know, this would have done this, and then that wouldn't have happened, and then this would have happened. How do I know? I don't know that that's the case. God's ways are perfect, even when they don't look like they are, even when they don't feel like they are. His ways, His timing is always perfect. And we can trust him. We can trust him. The if onlys, it's like she called it, you know, help me to shape up, Lord, to face my problems without the crutch of if onlys that I've been leaning on. It's so true. It's just a crutch. It's our way of trying to justify maybe where we are and we're not exactly where we want to be or as far ahead in life as we want to be. Maybe we're stuck in a spot that we've been to been here for a little while. And we're like, well, if only I would have done this. And if only I would have done that. And if only I would have huh. We don't know. Well, who do we think we are? We're not God. But, I mean, I understand this thinking because Lord knows I've had my share of the if onlys. But I'm really trying to understand his ways are so much better than my ways, and he's, he's so much higher than mine. And as much as I think I know and have things figured out, I don't have a clue. I just pray God's will in my life and want to do his will. You know what I mean? I mean, I've shared, you know, how God had to humble me and how to, like, totally strip me, strip things away from me. And sure, in those, in that moment, I was like, well, if only I would have done this and if only I would have done that. If only I would have, you know, went here and if only I would have. First of all, 
I would not trade anything for where I am now. I would go through everything I went through to get to where I am now. Not because it was pleasant, not because it was fun, but because I know where I am. I know where I am in the Lord. I know my relationship with God. I finally have a relationship at 50 years old, which it started like probably like 48, 47, 48. I finally have a relationship with God that I never had before. And I can, I'm secure in that relationship now. It's my relationship. It's not my mama's or my granny's or my son's or my daughter's or anything like that. It's mine, my relationship with God. It doesn't look like anybody else's relationship and that's okay. But I know where I stand with the Lord and he will scold me. He will chastise me. He will correct me. He will punish me. He will reward me. He will bless me. He will show me mercy. He will give me grace. And I have that relationship now. So I know how he's, how he deals with me, you know, unless you have your one-on-one -on -one personal relationship with the Lord, it's hard to know how he communicates with you. He communicates with all of us in such different ways and it's taken me this long to finally figure out how God communicates with me. I'd always talk to the Lord and I've always loved the Lord and I've always believed in the Lord. And yeah, I've gotten away from the Lord in my life. And I honestly got to a place where I didn't want to hear or talk or think about the Lord because I knew it was nothing to do with the Lord. I just knew that the place I was in was not a good place. And my thinking, this is my thinking, okay? I didn't want to bring the Lord into my situation because I knew how vile and nasty and corrupt it was. That was my thinking. Yeah, he was already there with me anyway. I was just ignoring him and wasn't giving him the time of day, but he was always there. But the way I rationalized it in my human brain, that's how it was, you know? But I'm so grateful that I'm where I'm at now. Was all of that pleasurable going through all of that, getting to this point? Absolutely not. It was a lot of pain, a lot of tears, a lot of growing pains, a lot of being put on the potter's wheel, a lot of God had to really do a lot of changing and he had to do a lot of just getting so much out of me. That was not what he wanted in me so that he could then put into me what he wanted and what he was expecting. So I don't live for man. I don't live for man's um, opinion. I live for the Lord. I live for what he convicts me of. I live for what he wants in me and how he wants me to be. Um, do I mess up from time to time? Yeah, I mess up a lot. <laughs> I mess up more times than I I should because I know better. But he's always so graceful and so merciful. And he always forgives me. He forgives me. So because of all of that and because of the relationship I have like that, I don't want to focus 
time with him looking back there and the if onlys because I can't do anything about that. I can't change anything. I can learn and grow from that. But as far as going back to it, to redo it, going back in time, I can't. So I want to focus on the here and the now. And I want to wake up each day and just say, you know, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. I can't focus on what happened yesterday. I can't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Let me just get through today, Lord, the best that I can. I would love to get through without messing up, without, you know, making him scratch his head, making him roll his eyes, and making him just go, oh, really, Donna? Did you really? You know, I just want to get through each day. And I don't want to lean on the crutch of the if only. Mm-mm. Because, as she said, none of life's choices are guaranteed. The mistake, in quotation, she's got mistake, of the past may have been a godsend in disguise. And we will never know. So how can we judge? We can't. All we can know is right here, right now. This was so good. This spoke to me on so many levels. And just like I've taken from different things I've read from her books about turning the other cheek, being more kind, you know, being more optimistic, cleaning out the mental house, all of that, being more positive. I also want to remember not to focus on the if-onlys. Don't use it as a crutch and don't focus on the past. It's the here and now going forward. That's it. That's it. So, I hope this has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. This has totally encouraged me. Again, I love how God is just kind of like bringing all of these devotions. They're so different it's in different areas of our lives. But when you put them all together, it's just becoming a whole. And I just absolutely love how he's doing that. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for all your sweet comments, your encouraging words. And I'm so glad to hear that, you know, y'all are feeling the same way. Y'all want to be more positive. Yes, it's so easy to be negative. Yes, it's so easy to live with the if-onlys. It's so easy to do all of that. But it takes real strength and courage to say, nope, not going to do that anymore. We're only going to look for the positive because that's where the true treasure is. Treasures worth finding, you have to search for them. And through finding a more positive attitude, you're going to be happier. You're just going to feel better. All that negative energy just weighs me down. And I just don't have time for that. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want to worry about that. I only want to focus on the positive. So, I'm glad you're in this with me. We are going to do this, and we're going to be so positive that everywhere we go, we're just going to beam like a beacon, like a big bright light shining God's love because that's what the world needs. You with me? I love each and every one of y'all, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all. Mm -hmm.